first step would be for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other, and, uh, not dependent with the color, the gender. Uh, we must avoid all these uh, uh, confrontation. You know? The fact that we're all humans is what unites us. So. But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. The task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. I want to live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make Just conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things, love and this kind of compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are Validate. What unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other. Let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In a creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail. Greetings, dear viewers, and welcome to live conversation on Alatra TV UK. Today, we are going to talk about Creative Society Project and about personal development and professional development. And for those who are joining us the first time, I would like to remind that Alatra International Public Movement has launched a unique global project, which is called Creative Society. Within this project, we ask people all over the world how they envision creative and constructive society such a society where everyone lives in happiness, prosperity, and where everyone feels safe. My name is Ala, and my co-host for today is Elena. She's going to tell you more about our project and introduce our guest. Thank you, Ala. Thank, uh, hello, dear viewers. And the goal of this project is to build a creative society by peaceful means. You could find full information about the project on alatraunites.com. At the moment, by conducting such interviews with the people all over the world, we're implementing the first stage, informational stage. It's my pleasure uh, to introduce our lovely guest today, Suman Mangra. Suman is a professional speaker, trainer, and a thought leader. Welcome to our program, Suman. Thank you for accepting our invitation. And uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and please share your story with us. What inspires you to choose helping people? Absolutely. Thank you, first of all, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and such an amazing movement you all are working on and working towards. And yeah, I think when people fall into the workspace of training and coaching, it's always the underlying feeling is about helping people. We want to help people succeed, move forward in life. And, and you know, it's just about ha having more from life and benefiting the best way to live a happy, fulfilled life. Uh, with regards to my story, based on my family, where I've uh, grown up in an Indian family, but in a British culture, there's been a lot of cross-cultural experiences I've had. Uh, some opportunities better available for me for being in this country, but some opportunities not as easily available because of my background and other biases and uh, influences that people have. So 
constantly brought up with the ethos of working extra hard and having to do more than the average person in order to be recognized, in order to achieve, in order to be successful. But what is success? Everybody's own interpretation of success is different. But as I've, as I've progressed in my development, I've got a massive heart and um, possession almost, I felt, over personal development of myself. But then it was all about expanding it outside myself. So not just developing myself, but helping others develop as well. And how can I play a part in that development of others whilst I'm on my journey, bring people up with me as well. So that's loosely speaking um, where I've come from and why my passion is here. Wow, thank you so much, Saman. It's uh, beautiful. And we know you're doing a lot of podcasts, you're meeting lots of people and you're doing events as well. Your work is absolutely fantastic. And uh, today we are prepared for you some little surprise as well. So I'd like to ask our technical support to put collage now on our screen. And we would like to ask you, could you please comment on those pictures? <laughs> Where are you? With who you are? And just in general, tell us what you're doing. <laughs> That's it. That's awesome. And yeah, <laughs> I wasn't expecting a lovely surprise. So um, let's start off me and my lovely husband there. Um, he's got a lot more hair right now. So that's an older picture. When I first met him, he had less hair. But yeah, I've been married six years and uh, he supports me with everything that I do. I think it's important to have those kind of relationships in our lives with people who allow us to be and grow. There's a lot of people who suffer sometimes in relationships where they're not getting that support, whether it's family, siblings, friends, workspace. Um, and I have been quite fortunate to have somebody who allows me to bloom and blossom. And even with my crazy thought processes, just let me be. Um, so that's, uh, as you can see, yeah, there's a picture of me and him on the other side as well, where he has got more hair, more beard. Same man, looks like a different guy, but it's the same chap. Um, <laughs> so um, at the top there, um, I have, over the last decade or so, really immersed myself in networking and met some amazing individuals, again, on this personal development journey. I went down a route of doing a lot of network marketing companies um, and uh, trying to do all my side hustles with all these different business ideas I used to always have. And ultimately, I always wanted to do coaching, but it used to feel like I was all on my own until I realized that you can create business connections and you can still have that team feel, even though it's your business, but you can still have connections with other people. And again, it's so important, isn't it? This human connection that we have with other people. So these are some wonderful people that I've met. And there's Ritu Sharma there, Des O'Connor, Bilal, Jamil and uh, Sando. So actually some really important people in my life in one picture. So that's a wonderful picture you guys have brought here. Bilal was my speaker coach and he also helps me with business coaching. Me and Ritu share a lot of uh, our heart space around development and women empowerment in particular. Uh, Des was one of the first people that I actually spoke on a live stage and started my professional speaking career through Des and Sam of course I've been uh, with a lot of events with Sam and Ritu and talking about events uh, one event that I did with Sam and Ritu is my picture at the bottom there with my banner so that was one of my first professional banners I had done I mean I've, I've kind of tinkered with a few other ideas before when I was positioning myself but eventually this was the way forward about helping people master their destiny and have personal mastery so this was an event earlier this year and uh, really enjoyed that event and enjoyed speaking on stage helping people with mindset nuggets 
you know, uh, understanding how to manifest achievement and results in their life, how to get out of their own way. And some people fall into the trap of sabotaging themselves and how they can understand and identify this. And then up to most recently, the picture in the middle at the top is the blue one uh, for the Music and Manifestation Masterclass, which I actually just had last night. And that was an online event. I teamed up with Gemma Rosenthal. She's a vo voice coach, but she's also a singer, actress, performer, and she brings life coaching skills and vocal coaching skills together. Um, and then James Dan, he's an empowerment songwriter. So he writes songs just for empowerment for people. And so we did an amazing masterclass yesterday where we were talking about meditation, mindset, music, movement. Sometimes we need to be energized and be in touch with our emotions. Sometimes we need to just do some breath work and exercises to get well, relaxed you. within ourselves, fun and games. And really enjoyed doing that last night, yeah. <laughs> it's very, very beautiful. Thank you very much for sharing such a moment and memories with us as well. It's uh, really good. Thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you. Thank you, Suman. Yes, thank you. Very, very interesting, your, your story. And uh, it's nice to hear that uh, your husband is supporting you. And uh, actually, is, this is a very important uh, and what you do and uh, and to have this uh, help on, uh, from the people who are uh, surrounding you. Um, I would like to ask you a very important question. How do you see a creative society, such a society where you, your family, your friends, and every single person on this planet could live happy, happy life, prosperously, and feel safe? Could you describe this kind of society? Describe this society if it was real for today. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be such a lovely thing. It would be so lovely. Um, it, it sounds so like peaceful. It sounds very like ideal, like blissful is the word that comes to mind and harmonious. Like there'd be so much harmony between people, so much more love, like human essence when we peel all the layers away, what we are, our essence is love. And this love that's inside us gets a bit sideways or sidetracked with everything else that goes on a little bit like when we talk about pollution in the air so you have clean air we like to breathe clean air because it helps our system be clean and regulated but the more pollution that's in the air the more that we're not having the best quality breath so it affects our health and then it affects everything else so I think in that sense people's minds get clouded with polluted thoughts and polluted ways of living and then we're not having the best quality of life so it feels like the most blissful place to be if we could have that ideal lifestyle with family and harmonious living with everyone it's like having that clean air and having that clean breathing and clean living space that we all deserve thank you so much yes it's such a great example you gave now as a clean air and uh, yes you can make uh, this world a beautiful place for everybody you can make it uh, the place where humanity actually deserves to live and we can do it all together. And it's a great example as you're showing us about the clean air as well, because imagine the society where is, uh, everybody happy and everything is good and uh, everybody just uh, have a normal friendship with each other and help each other and uplifting each other. And it will be just a wonderful world and we could do it together, we can. 
and uh, you know that um, also someone you have a master and NLP a practitioner and a master degree in work with psychology and business and uh, so could you please tell us how do you see the psychology field in creative society what goals uh, will psychology serve in creative society psychology is so diverse and I remember when I actually did my undergraduate degree it was like what to do with this now there's so much I can do with this so trying to find that niche and avenue which way to take it forward because it's all around neurology of the mind how our mind works functions how it affects our behaviors how it impacts our mindset you know from all the way from being stressed depressed and having anxiety to all the way to being having a success mindset driven mindset and passionate mindset and also the difference between being pessimistic and optimistic what makes somebody feel fulfilled and enjoy life what do they enjoy how can we tap into that how can they have more of that because we all have the same resources you know some people say we don't have enough time but there's always that example given that Oprah Winfrey has the same 24 hours that I have Beyonce Knowles has the same 24 hours that I have so how have certain people achieved so much in some time and some people don't get to achieve those things and then equally you get the people on the other end of the scale people who have lost their homes they don't even have a bed to sleep on you know forget thinking about certain things and you just see this massive disparity of quality of life people something I did want to add from the previous question was um the thought came in my head about this idea of paradise and it reminded me of when I was younger, we used to have some Jehovah's Witnesses who used to come to the house and my, my dad used to love engaging with them and speaking to them. And they'd always leave these uh, lovely books and little mini books, which we used to talk about this ideal place and this paradise. And there was all these images on there, pictures of humans and animals living together, like in this beautiful, like you just see these gorgeous natural settings and the sunshine and that paradise feeling. So that's, that's something that came in my head with the previous question. But Coming back to this question around psychology, I think it's really important about human um, understanding what makes human beings tick, what influences us and what discourages us. Because once we can get rid of the things that discourage us, we can focus on the things that encourage us and inspire us. And when more people can have that in their lives, I think it's a massive part of the movement that's needed. Thank you. What, what uh, uh, in your opinion is a happiness and a true happiness? So I love this question because a lot of people that I work with at the moment, especially my one-on-one -on -one clients, it tends to be around the areas of either wanting to find love, soulmate manifestation, maybe it's improving the current relationships people are in, could be family, could be partners, could be professional relationships. Then you go to the other areas of life. In coaching, we have this thing called the wheel of life. And some people want to work on their finances, their career their life purpose some people just want to have more spirituality some people want better health whether it's physical or mental well-being so people all want different things and ultimately it's because when we pull the layers away underneath it all is the happiness is the core what people are after it might mean different things for different people but ultimately this happiness people seek that's outside but really might I feel like my job is to help them understand it's actually inside yourself. You don't need to have happiness when you get to a certain point. If we can start being happy now, where we're already at, no matter what's going on around us, we can influence the energy that we send out to other people, influence what we achieve in our lives and, and spread that happiness like a ripple effect. 
So I think so many people are lost feeling like the happiness is somewhere out there. If everybody could get a bit of reflection and find it inside themselves, I think they'd feel a lot more content. And I think this is what people are after. Happiness ultimately is being peace, being at peace with ourselves, being at peace with others and having this contentment where there's no negative or disruptive feelings like any hostility or anger or resentment and then that's all put to one side and happiness is like joy celebration and peace it's also uh, amazing isn't it because happiness is can unite so many people and uh, just uh, to bring them together because it's a feeling which is creating around us give us joy as you said it's fantastic thank you so much for sharing that and uh, for every single person, true happiness is different. But the real happiness for everyone, I feel most the same. It's feeling inside of us, the celebration yeah, inside of us. Yeah, it's quite good. Thank you so much, Simone, as well. And uh, we would like to ask you about the values as well. What, um, like, what do you think, what, what values should prevail in creative society? Sorry, you wanted to ask? What values should be prevail in creative society? Like, what do you think? Which kind of values have to be in a society? So we all can be united, you know? Is that with regards to virus that's in the society at the moment? Mm -hmm. So right now in the moment, you can see it's uh, different, isn't it? When people are distracted by uh, good images on Instagram or anywhere. So the, it's from mm -hmm. values. People look on each other and they're thinking, oh, I want to be like her or him or stuff like this. What actually true values should be in society? What do you think? Morality, humanity, kindness, all that kind of stuff is unites all of us. And uh, this is what uh, kind of, I think everybody might be agree with me to have the, this kind of values in the family and uh, in society should be in our yeah. place, isn't it? Absolutely. I think the biggest thing is that people need to have uh, the understanding of how sometimes how they're perceiving life or world based on their life experiences. They will react and respond a certain way. But I think we're always looking at how people have affected us yeah. and we don't always reflect on how we're impacting others everybody's quick to point a finger and look outside of themselves and rarely do people get a mirror and look back at themselves because for example uh, you know if I've had a tiff or an argument with my husband it's almost like he said or did something and it wound me up and it's like actually what might I have said or done that made him say or do what he did maybe if that was different then he wouldn't have said what he did then I wouldn't have done what I did I could have just save that headache so yeah I think this uh people reflecting a little bit more on how their energy their behavior because there's a lot as well around again going back to the other question around psychology we've got this behavior stuff and there's a lot of unconscious behavior that we have in our body language how we communicate without words without saying things it could be the shifty eye movements we give our managers cold shoulder like the passive aggressive behaviors and sometimes people are incongruent with what's really going on inside themselves. So sometimes they're saying one thing and then they're thinking something else. And sometimes you can clearly see on somebody's face what they're really thinking, even though they're saying something else. So I think this influences and impacts people a lot if we could have a bit more understanding of this and utilise it in a more effective way and in a more, you know, functioning way where it's supporting people rather than using it to put people down or not sometimes people don't have the awareness that they're doing that 
because they could be like I don't know why that person's got a problem with me or something and it's like you never say hello when you walk past them in the office like they don't even they feel like you don't acknowledge them so they feel undervalued and people don't get that they're making people feel this way because then they'll be like I don't want to make somebody feel like that but clearly we all sometimes do this without realizing it Yes, you are, you are take, uh, talking about the responsibility, yeah? So yeah. responsibilities, not waiting for others to, to do. So we yeah. have to, to do it first, yes? Mm -hmm. So after the others will, uh, will react the same how we did. So yes, thank you very much. So what do you think unites all of us, Suman? Regardless... I think I think it would be again this is coming from a psychology point of view we have the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and one of those needs is a sense of belonging that community feel and I think it's interesting that we feel secure most when we our first interaction with the world is our family usually you know the typical setting would be your parents maybe some siblings and that family unity you have so we we start you know when we start making our own friends sometimes we get people who say you're my, you're my my sister, not related by blood. They'll say, you're my brother from another mother. And, and we start creating these family feelings with people who ain't blood related, but we feel like they're family. And then interestingly, when you go into the workplace, again, they say it works and functions better when it's a family and community feel, when people feel like they belong to something, they've got something purpose that they're all working towards. Every company has a mission statement. So everybody works towards something. Um, and I always feel like, if managers act like the parents and then their staff members or their children, they will have probably better discipline and relationships. So even when you have these smaller communities like villages and communities, they function because they can help one another. They've got resources. They can rely on one another, support one another in different ways. Again, relating back to my work, everybody has their own skill set and strengths. And it's like, let's everybody utilize their strengths because that strength will be useful for the person who doesn't have that strength, but they've got something else that's stronger for that person. And I think this community is the biggest unity between people, the family feel and that community feel that we can we can support one another in different ways. Thank you very much. Yes, let's unite. Let's be this one big human family and all together. And uh, many things you shared with us today is resonates with our project Creative Society. This project is was created by people for people for every single human being who live in right now, because the core of this great society project is human life. And uh, after conducting the interviews with people all over the world, stages and foundations of building the great society was formed and described as an article. And you might find all this information about this article and on alachraunites.com. Please, if anybody interested in these eight foundations in three stages, visit our website and read it for yourself, find out what these eight foundations look like. And let's remind to our viewers the little video now about eight foundations, how it actually looks.
Thank you. So, well, Suman, we know that you get familiar with those eight foundations and prestiges of building the Create Society. And there is my question. What do you think in general about them and how can we implement them in our society? So something that we can change about society and how to implement it. Okay, very deep question. <laughs> right, there is so many things that need to be changed and I guess we always have to work out what is the priority because everything always feels like a priority. Um, I think for me, it's the way countries are governed at the moment, it's the higher ups. Again, it's the same um, analogy with the corporations, that if you want to see change in the, the mass workforce, the junior workforce at the bottom, the change comes from the top. Leaders have to lead by example. So I feel that it's it needs to come from the leadership that we have in our countries, the global leaders. They influence everything a lot and the change needs to come from that side because that's where it filters down and everybody then can start understanding things better better processes and systems can be put in place uh, more supportive you know situations for everybody and I can appreciate it's like again that analogy of the family you have your all different children and one child needs this and somebody else needs something else and you're like how do I fulfill all these needs but there's always a way around it or this uh, compromise should may be made but for the betterment of the overall numbers um I think sometimes from the leadership, it sometimes gets swayed in certain directions, which isn't always taking into account everybody. And they need to try and better this a lot, lot more from their side. And uh, to implement that, it's about influencing their thought patterns, putting things in front of them. A lot like what the work you guys have get information. They like to see that. So they like to see figures. So give them some figures and information to be like, Clearly, this is what people actually need. So I think sometimes this can be miscommunicated with the way that their con con uh, current like communication channels are. It's very limited and I appreciate they can't hear everybody's voices. So definitely platforms like yourselves that help bring the voices together on one thing and say, look, this is where we've asked people on your behalf. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, do something with it now. I feel like that's that's the way forward. Thank you so much your opinions and the answers as well. Yes, it's uh, all together we can do it and uh, it's already implemented in our society right now and uh, just uh, it's going to very soon we're going to leave this beautiful world that humanity deserves all together. Thank you for your opinion. Yeah, a lot of people already implementing the said foundation on their professional fields and uh, professional, uh, I don't know, places and their life and their common life, daily life. So uh, I think it depends on us as well to, to do and to live already. Do not help, uh, wait until uh, all be implemented, uh, I don't know, until the end. But we can use it already on our daily basis. So uh, I would like to ask you as well, because we, you know, uh, we know that now is an informational stage. What we can do, what is the best way to inform the pe people about the Creative Society project? Because quicker will implement this first stage, quicker will pass to the second stage, which is the political stage, which you talk about before. What do you think is the best way? I think everybody, given the year we've had now, everybody's going online, digital 
resources are clearly even this connection that we're having now with ourselves here yeah, is all digital. So uh, digital resources, online resources, social media platforms, um, that's having a lot of connection with a lot of people and gets a lot of exposure and a lot of uh, influencing and again, influencing people's thoughts and ideas, helping them see this you know, these things that are important to everybody and getting them to remind them. Because again, relating back to the work that I do, sometimes we're all on autopilot. We're all conditioned in a certain way to be a certain way and certain members of society. And we can sometimes walk around in a bit of a sleep. We don't really know what's really going on and we don't open our eyes. So part of my work that I do is I help awaken people and they're like, well, what do you mean by that? It's just helping them to get conscious about things and stop doing things in an autopilot way where it's, you know, you're kind of just so automated and automatic that you just don't think and you carry on doing things your way you've always done them. No one questions it sometimes and it's about actually, let's get curious, let's question it. Is this working? Is this the right way to do things? Maybe we need to, it might feel like change is disruptive or ruffling feathers, but sometimes that ruffling is needed for better change and better solutions. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, it's um, you're so right about autopilots because lots of people live in their life just home, work, and uh, it doesn't actually see the world at all. Also, see yeah. it's TV yeah. and uh, if it's if it's good enough. But well, you're so right. Thank you so much about this. And uh, also, we have a tradition on our program in our <laughs> channel when we ask our guests to nominate someone. This is how we met you. Thanks, very big, big thank you for Ritu. She's nominated you for be here. So, Suman, could you please nominate someone, invite somebody in our program, maybe someone you personally know, maybe your colleague or relative, and why you're choosing this person? Absolutely. I know the perfect person. I was already surprised maybe Ritu might have nominated them, but if we only have one nomination each, she probably hasn't. So, for me, it's a lady called Suzanne Vertinen. She's um, she works for a company called Discover Change. So she's already all about change and change management. She helps businesses manage change and help them become digital. So uh, she's very resourceful, very knowledgeable. She's also gone through a lot of different life experiences. She's moved around the globe. She's originally from Finland and now she's uh, been living in the UK. So she's got a lot of uh, cultural knowledge and also business knowledge and how to influence leaders. So it ties back to what I was saying about leaders need influencing and inspiring. So I would like to nominate her because she, she would bring along a lot to the band, a lot of insight. She sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to have her in our program as well. And maybe you can join us as a co-host with her together. <laughs> that would be fun to do it together, actually. I'd be more than happy to. Yes, she's, she's amazing. You will love her. <laughs> thank you so much. Looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much, Suman. And thank you for all to being with us on our today live conversation. And uh, to join the Creative uh, Society Project, of the Alatra International Public Movement, please visit our official website, alatrainights.com, where you'll see the red button join. All you need is to fill out a very short and easy form, and the volunteers of Alatra International Public Movement will contact you. Actually, this is very important uh, stage of creating, of taking part in the Creating Society project, because joining together, we will 
see and will pass uh, sooner to the second stage, which is is political stage. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Lena. So, well, as you know, we are about to finish soon. But before we let you go, we would like to ask you a couple more questions. And you already will speak today about amazing things like uh, happiness, harmony, empowering the people around yourself. And I'd like to ask you that, Suman, what would you like to wish for all humanity and for all people who are watching us right now? Maybe the ultimate thing I would want to wish is peace. I think if people have peace of mind, quietened minds, they can see things a lot more objectively, clearly. They won't be so hard on themselves or others and they can then have a lot less judgment. I always say try to decrease the judgment and increase the compassion and love for others. And I think to start from a peaceful foundational base will help people move forward to be more compassionate and understanding and then reduce that judgment that can sometimes cloud people's thinking. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you very much, Suman. And uh, the last question, would you like would you like to live in a creative society? If yes, could you tell us, please, in your native language, uh, if you if you speak your native language, uh, I support <laughs> society, because I know you're from Indian family. So. That's right. So for me, my first language is English, but my mother tongue is Punjabi. And I've also grown up with a lot of Hindi influences as well. Uh, so Bollywood influences and uh, that's all Hindi language so yeah um, for me the greater society to be part of it absolutely I would love to be part of this greater society you know it's something that's I think it's one of those deep down you know people who are really ambitious and wish for great things in the world ultimately it's because of this greater good for the people of the world you know wanting humanity to be better and wanting people to be better and wanting people to be better even way after we're not allowed around anymore so our future generations to have an amazing society for them because human life is all about procreating creating the next generation there be an extension of us and keeping us you know stopping us from being extinct as people we want the future generations to have the comforts and the society that is going to be a nurturing safe secure empowering all of those wonderful things we want for our children whether we see these children in like the next 100, 200 years, we want to be able to have things in place for them now where they can benefit from that. Actually, actually, good news is that uh, not only the future generation, even our generation will live in creative society. If yes. we unite and act right now. So uh, uh, we will be the, the luckiest, like uh, first who will live yeah first generation yeah. <laughs> yeah we can thank you very much because yeah. together and we can do it as fast as possible it all depends on us how fast we'll be sharing spread information about creative society project because creative means creative supportive constructive society society of harmony peace stability security it's all what we all want we want to be happy and safe this is two things and we were as a fundamental unit of creative society is human life. And this just uh, for everybody needs to unite, take responsibilities for life, not just your life, but life of every other person who living on this planet and life of our planet as well. So we can create a better future, not just for us, but next generations as well. 
we have to take this responsibility and start today. So thank you very much, Suman, for beautiful answers, for such inspiring conversation. And you have been such a wonderful guest today. And uh, also wish you all the best and all the luck in your future career and your work. And let's stay connected. Waiting you in our other programs as a co-host as well. And uh, so you said you agree already, so no back here. And uh, thank you, Elena, so much. And thank you, our technical support. And thank all our viewers. But thank you guys for being with us. Please share this video with two hashtag, hashtag Alacha Unites and hashtag Creative Society. Let's Absolutely. create all that humanity deserves. Yeah. Actually, I would like to add another one uh, announcement that uh, we're inviting all our viewers, Suman, you, your family, your friends, and uh, uh, all the people you know to a one online global international big conference, which will, will be on 20th of December at uh, 3 p.m. GMT. And uh, the name of this conference is United We Can. Actually, we'll send you the invitation. And uh, now we'll see a little short video about uh, this uh, conference. So the people will learn how to do, what to do to make this society happen. Thank All you. together. Thank All you. together. This is conference about everybody. So thank yeah. you very much. And we're going to say bye for now. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Every day. We share a great amount of information. This information forms our reality. Is this the way we wish to live? We need change. The change starts with us, with the information we share. Consumer society leads us to death. We need a new vector of life, a creative society. It is up to you and me to build a creative society worldwide, where human life is the main value. Development of humanity is the main aim. Human safety is the main priority. Is it possible to build a creative society now? Yes. All we need to do is unite in one common idea. A creative society. People around the world are already acting to share the idea of creative society with the whole world to make it a reality. Learn how on the unique international online conference, Creative Society, United We Can, December 20th, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, live on Alatra TV. You are the one who can change the future.